You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I just never imagined anybody from there would actually hear it. And of all shows to hear That's that. That's like my nightmare. No, I mean, I walked up and, and she's like, and now I don't care if she, she hears this, but she's like, yeah, so um, heard about the M&M's. Oh, I'm like, God. what are you talking about? What do you mean you heard about the Inamums? It was like out of nowhere. I didn't know what she was referring to. And then then she said, yeah, you know, the ones the ones from the break room. I'm like, oh, oh no. God, that would be like if somebody from my cater waiter oh, job no. listened. I'd be like, oh, no. Oh, don't. no. But yeah, but I took them all. I took all of them. Oh, and you admitted it, too. I admitted it You're on the air. You're not supposed to admit- I didn't say where it was, but she figured it out. It was pretty easy. She said, yeah, yeah, it was pretty easy to figure that out. Oh, man. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. As usual, remind everybody, go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link for any of your online shows shopping needs, desires, and wants. Go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link. That was the least creepy one you've done in a long time. Well, I can creep it up if you You really either. don't have to. It's okay. For, go to Okay, I'll, I'll say the same thing just in a different way. Go to funemploymentradio.com That's now. like you trying to be sexy, it sounds and like. Click on the Amazon link for all your needs, wants, and desires. No, See, that was sexy. That was that was a that sexy was, read. No, that sounds like it was an attempt. I do a lot of sexy. voiceovers, and I haven't done a lot of sexy reads. I will admit, I don't get cast for those very often. Usually, it's more like professional guy. So, I, but I Any think word I could back do... on the small guy part yet. No, no, I have not heard back on that one okay. yet. Okay, did I talk about that on the air yesterday? I guess I did. Yes, of course I'm you did tired. for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, yes. that's true. Um, no, I, I did not. Uh, I have not heard back. So the way it works with those. Well, even if you don't get it, that just means that you were too tall. Yeah, then which is like the exactly, best thing ever. So you win-win. get it, you make money. You don't get it, you were too tall. This it's is like all, win-win. This is all from yesterday's show when I was talking about this. No, the thing with those auditions, like for commercials and stuff, the way it works is it's a very cruel business. Like it's not, it's it's not all it's cracked up to be. You go to an audition, either you get it. And then you hear back and it's like, oh, yay, everything's wonderful. Otherwise, they never call you again. Mm-hmm. And you sit there waiting by the phone and then that time goes on. And you're like, oh, okay, well, maybe it's just one more day. Maybe they were still deciding. Maybe it's just they needed they needed another day to, to settle things in. It's, no, no, they're, they're just not calling you. So we'll see. You're I'm going to guess. hear from them again. I might not ever hear from them again, but it means I was too tall for the role, which is badass. Exactly. No. So anyway, yes, I can do sexy roles, though, if that's what you wanted was a sexy Tell me how many sexy roles you've been cast in. Well, I haven't been cast in any yet, but I mean, I think I Let's go through some of your acting roles. I'd like to go through and see, like, what, if we can find the common denominator as to, like, what kind of person or what personality type you were usually cast as. Um, I don't know what you want to, I mean... So you were the guy in the sweater for that commercial. Well, that was the Oregon Lottery holiday commercial. Yeah, You've that was for the Honda commercial. A televangelist. Uh, yeah, I was a um, uh, movie wise. I played a cult leader who had my own mm-hmm. cult. I got to have a sermon with like a whole crowd of people worshiping, and it was that was fun. You were. I liked that one. A recycling box. Oh yeah, and I box. beat somebody up too. Oh no, I was not a recycling box. I was the spokesperson whose best friend happened to be a recycling box. Oh, okay. For the Metro Recycling campaign, it was my best friend Box, and Box was a literally a guy in a gigantic cardboard box. It was this 
kid. He was like eighteen. For some reason, I thought you were in the box. No, I wasn't in the box. You could. I was a step above the box. Are you? Because if you're talking to a cardboard box, I don't know if that puts you as a higher. It does step. technically, though. Yes. It, well, it, it it paid double. So there we go. And the box was not happy about that. The guy in the box, but he didn't do anything. He just stood around in the box. Like literally, that's all he did. Did he talk? No. No, the box doesn't talk. I talk to the box. I played bass. It was for Metro Recycling's campaign. Uh, shockingly, this what campaign did never seem to. the listening to the show and he's just like, oh, that fucking Greg. He's still bragging Why? about all the money that he made. No, it was the one time I learned a lesson. Like, this was years ago I was cast as this, as the spokesperson for a Metro Recycling's campaign. I'm going to guess I'm not going to get it, get it again. But we did a whole series of videos. The company was great. It, yeah, it was revolved around me explaining how businesses can recycle better. But everywhere I went, I had my best friend, the box. And the box was just a kid in a giant cardboard box. And I learned my lesson really quick about going on acting sets. And this is a lesson I, I learned the hard way. Never, ever talk about what you make. Somebody already oh, found the video and put it God, in God, no, never. Well, okay, but this was a long time ago, and he straight up asked, and he said, you know, and I just wasn't thinking, and I I said it, and then he got really pissed off because he was apparently making exactly half. He had no lines. He didn't do anything except walk around in a box, and I had like three days worth of lines to memorize. I'm like, well, it kind of makes sense, but it doesn't matter. Never Never say how much you make, okay. which is why I will never talk about what I, what you make or don't make on those things. It's either more than you think or it's a lot less than you think, whatever it is. Anyway. Um, so yeah, you played a best that. friend with a box. Yeah. Uh, you played a gambler for the lottery thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, I did that. Did did uh, those? Did a um, there was also the uh, you were also an office worker slash Titanic enthusiast. Oh, yeah. I was the guy obsessed with Titanic for mm-hmm. the Ice Chips commercial. Yeah. Yeah. I played a drug dealer. Um, with a gun. These are well; those are movie roles, though. But yeah, like short movies. Played hmm. a drug dealer with a gun, and I, I beat somebody. So basically, you're like a seedy, low end coworker. I uh, generally, I would say, you know, the uh, the odd man out. You know, I'm I'm not I'm not going to be the lead hero. I realize that that's not going to be my. That's you're not, not the guy everybody's rooting for. I'm not. Well, I am the guy people are rooting for. I'm either like the straight guy, like the businessman. You're the I guy that the like dies guy. in the in like the second act, and I everyone's can, like kind of sad for a second, and then they move on. No, that is not true. I can play the enthusiastic guy. I can play the spokesperson guy. I can play. I can play the creepy guys. I can do that. I can play like cult leader, drug dealer. Bam! In, totally in my wheelhouse. Hero. Uh, the the hero leading the everybody to safety. No, nah, that's never going to be me. No, I'm not that guy. I'm just not that guy. You just you're not typecast for to be a hero. I'm not going to be a hero. I'm, it's just not going to happen for me, you know. So that's that's okay. I'm, I'm glad comfortable that, with like, that. You're, you're comfortable with that reality where you're just like, I know my limitations. I would much rather be a villain any day of the week in anything. The villain is way more fun than than like a heroish kind of thing. That is not that is not fun. The villain's way more fun to play. Okay, I thought it would be fun to be a good person. <laughs> well, that's that's what I am in real life, Sarah. Is it? Sure. Yeah, we'll just pretend mm-hmm. that. Uh, why the villain comes so naturally to you. <laughs> well, anyway, these are some of the different things. Now, that's that being said, sexy guy is not something I've been cast for. I don't even know how we've gone off on this, but sexy guy, that's something I could totally... Oh my god! I just winked too. No, it was so. And he makes no, that like, was the noise. like I believe that Greg is incapable of like doing a creepy wink without doing the like noise. Oh, you can't wink at somebody it. without doing a click. I mean, the click puts you over the top. It makes you stand out. When you wink, it's yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, see? That's how it works. All right, well, anyway, um, funemploymentradio.com. Uh... So you totally made the Amazon thing creepy. Good job. Yes. Well, there we go. You did. Um, all right. Well, anyway, what, uh, before we get on to talking about what I was bringing up at the beginning, and apparently now this show is just about me being creepy, which is not how it was supposed to be written. Before we do that, though, we do need to bring up something very important because I've been receiving a bunch of emails, and I feel it's only appropriate that I bring this up since it is happening this weekend, which is this Sunday, June 26th, the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornhole Tournament. Oh, my goodness. And I want to say right now, we've still got some spots open, and we need to fill those up. But what I realize is happening is that um, there are a lot of people that uh, apparently don't have partners who are in town. Okay. And so there's a bunch of singles. Well, that's not a problem at all because we have a bunch of people who are looking for partners. Yeah, so who if want you're, to play. Yeah. yeah, who want to play. And it's, again, not an intimidating game. You're literally just throwing a beanbag at a, at a hole. That's all you're doing. And then you're drinking beer or hanging out or playing some side games, which we have some amazing side games and prizes for everybody who comes down. So, but what we need you to do is go register. So let us know if you're one of those people who are looking for a partner and um, just go to funemploymentradio.com slash beers and bags, register, shoot me an email and we'll match you up and we'll make sure, you know, you get your refund for whatever, whatever side of that it is. Absolutely. And we'll get it all set up for you. So that would be great. We really do want to see everybody come down. These are the kind of events that, that mean a lot to us as a show, like help us keep this show going. We're very appreciative of Reverend Nats and BTU for being the sponsors, but don't let not having a partner stop you because you're, everybody that's coming down is really cool. Mm. And it's uh, it's it's really a lot of fun, and it's not like a pressure situation or anything like that. No. You go throw some bags, and you hang out in the backyard and, uh, and drink some beer and play some side games, win some prizes. Yeah. Eat some food. Meet some people. Meet Don't some meet people. some people. Relax. Yeah. Whatever you want It's all do. good people. Yeah. It's really fun. So funemploymentradio.com slash beers and bags. Please go there. Register now. Again, if you are single, just shoot me an email. And we will set you up with somebody to play with for or that Or even day. if you're not single, but you want to play, but your significant other doesn't want to play. Well, yeah, I just, no, I don't mean single, like, I know, but I just wanted to clarify, just in I case. I just mean if you are a like, person who doesn't have a partner to I play with. I understand, but I just wanted to clarify, just in case. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, yeah, go there and uh, funemploymentradio.com slash beers and bags. Okay, so part of what is going to have to happen this weekend is that Sarah is going to have to wear a shirt of my choosing for losing in the last Cornhole match. And sick or not, you did lose, and that is part of the deal. So you will be having to wear the shirt. I've, I suggested a couple of ones yesterday. And you didn't suggest. You, you su- I did. I didn't specify what it's going to be. Well, you did suggest a couple, but I don't think that that is probably the direction that you want to take. I mean, because there are going to be people there who probably, you know, don't know everything about the show, and they're like, why is that girl wearing mm-hmm. something, you know, that tacky? And we want to make sure that people think that we're, you know, kind of coolish sometimes maybe yes but it doesn't matter i mean the thing is you lost and that was the bet and so you do have to wear it i mean some of the suggestions yesterday were um you know the who farted shirt which just just because i know the fact that you hate that word Mm -hmm. i think is amazing and we have i've got some uh some definitely some support on that one and some support. What do you mean? Some, some there's some people who are very interested in in you wearing that shirt, and I think it seems to be pretty popular. Now I did get some other ones that people people put in there. Um, one was bun in the oven. Oh God! <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm not going to make you wear that. I won't even say who suggested that one, but that was a suggestion that we got. Um, smelly pirate hooker. Uh, I'm not going to make you wear that. 
that won't be one. Actually, that you have I wouldn't mind that if that's more of a you know an Anchorman reference. Okay, well then that's good. I'll make sure that one's not on the list. So we got it. Not if you're going to want to wear it. Uh, I now there was another suggestion from somebody who who went along the lines of the fact that you know you made me wear the um, do what is it again that I said? Um, do you, you single or do you? I can't remember. Are you my the bae? bae uh, yeah, got a bay or nah. Got a bay or nah. Got yeah. a bay or nah. B-A-E bay. And maybe to go along those lines with the children's, or children's, with the kids' slang, uh, what about something like everything on fleek? Oh, that's just embarrassing. So there we go. That one's going right on the list. Everything on fleek. That one's making the list. That's going up there with, uh, with who, who, who farted. Hashtag this gal. Um, uh, oh totally swole, you know that would be a good one. What this is one I can totally swole like me, like my. I mean, totally swole is technically like my arms. They're totally swole, you know, when like because uh, they're because they're like they're puffy. No, they're like you know I got big biceps because I'm totally swole, bro. I'm pretty like sure bloated. I'm pretty sure that's what it means. Yeah, I'm totally swole. No, not like bloated. Like you know, like I'm I'm muscular, but you don't know what it means. So either way, you would have to walk around and you have to explain it to people. Oh, and I'll be like, like, "Oh, hi! I think he's approaching a midlife crisis, and that's why he's trying to make me figure out what this word means." What? And then you're gonna blame me for that? No, well, you yeah. can't blame me. No, that's not at, at all like any rule to the t-shirt. Like I don't have to say like, "Oh, I wanted to wear this." Uh, I'm allowed to explain. Well, I mean, I guess I was too, but either way, there's gonna be a lot of people there that aren't even there for the tournament. That uh, you know, maybe people just walking by that are going to see you. In that, so I, I'm saying totally swole would be a good one. Um, stay woke, <laughs> that could be something. What is you what does that mean? Well, that, there it is. See, then you would have to walk around and try to explain what it means. Well, I mean, I, I will I'm look talking about it these. Are, this is what the kids are saying. This is the slang. This is the slang that the kids are using. Keep it a hundred. No, that's not going to be good because that's not funny. Keep I think, it a hundred. I think what we're going to do right now, totally swole. Is uh, is probably going to be one. Okay, yeah. So here's Urban Dictionary. Swole is to be big with large muscles. Usually, one gets swole or swole up while in prison because of excessive lifting weights. But either way, I just like the what, what it sounds like, like. Like what? Like kingpin. Well, spoilers. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was like a few months ago. No, it was like a month ago. Well, he like lifts weights. That's that was all I was like, saying. Right. In the comics, he goes to jail and then he lifts weights mm-hmm. and he becomes very big. Yep. Yes, that's true. Uh, so yeah, yeah, like like that. No, I think that this isn't going to work then. Totally swole is not going to do it. I just think that word is hilarious, so that's why I like using it. I think we're going to everything on fleek. I think swole is like probably more embarrassing for like a guy to be wearing. Bun in the oven. Why? I, I don't know. Oh, it seems like you what might, are you implying? I don't know. It seems what do you like think that would some, mean? Some ailment going oh, okay. on. Okay, I don't know. Well, I mean, these are just possibilities. Uh, so, okay. Well, anyway, those are those are a couple of the examples. Bun I still in the want oven would more. But in the oven definitely goes in there. That's so I, not going in there. You already said that you're not going to do that one. Well, but it's going to be on the list anyway. It's under consideration. Mm. I mean, probably not, but it is under consideration. So we'll be <laughs> then you will be drinking beer, which is kind of funny. Um, so anyway, these are some uh, some other ideas. Uh, this is what an awesome cat lady looks like. Uh, somebody just posted that with two thumbs pointing towards them. Anyway, you can send in your ideas, funemploymentradio at gmail. To. You really don't need funemploymentradio at gmail dot com, and just go there you know, and register. The best thing for you to wear is probably just a fun employment radio t shirt, just so you know people can you know get used to the logo and figure out what it looks. That's like. That's what other people can. That's not what you're going to be wearing. Um, so go to funemploymentradio dot com slash beers and bags. Register for the tournament. Register right there and come down on Sunday. It would uh, it would be awesome. So definitely register for the tournament. 
and come down on Sunday. Funemploymentradio.com slash beers and bags. All right, so what I was talking about at the beginning of the show is this. Now, you know, we bring up a lot of our side jobs here on the show sometimes. And, you know, like later today, you're going to be going to a, a catering job that Can't you do. Wait. You know, our main job here is, is of course, doing Fun Employment Radio. But we do side things. Everybody needs some extra money sometimes. And yeah, I haven't come back in a while, so I'm, it's, it's been a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to be back on the roof again. So that should be interesting when it's going to be like 80 degrees later. Yeah, that is. With my all black ensemble. Yes. That is uh, that is true. Oh, <laughs> somebody, real quick, in the live chat before we go on to this, funemploymentradio.com slash live, somebody just put up a shirt that said, teenagers do it better. That would be a, that would be a really creepy That's one for you. really That creepy. would be really creepy for you to wear. No, I'm. That like seems like that should be illegal or something. Okay, well, I mean, I'm teenagers do it better. I'm absolutely <laughs> fucking not wearing that shirt. All right, I'm not gonna make you wear that shirt. I'm just saying, send in your suggestions. Gmail.com. Ew. We've got to we've got to toe the line where it doesn't make me look like a pedophile. I know we're not gonna do that, but I can still read the suggestions people are putting in. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll leave it at that one. Um. So what uh, what happened, though, is, you know, we, we talk about our side jobs sometimes on here, and I usually don't say where it is I work. But a few months ago, I brought up the fact that in the break room of one of the side jobs I was at, there there were a little bit of peanut M&Ms left over. And I have a small peanut M&M problem where I really like to eat them. And then if I see them, I never buy them. But if I see them, then I... I feel a need to eat them. And it was like a community bag. It was one of those big ones, but there weren't that many left in them. So, you know, I saw it there and I was like, oh, it's, it's, well, you know, some peanut m are sitting right there. And and so, you know, I had a couple. And I, and I left the room and I left for a while and I came back. I was like, oh, they're mm-hmm. still there. I guess, I guess I'll have myself another couple of peanut m ms I mean, why not? Like, what kind of bag was it? Was it like a community bag, like a big one, like your bag a community of bag. that you usually bring in? No, it was a community bag of peanut M and M's. You know, a big one of the big bags, but it was—they were almost all gone. You know, I only go into this place like once every couple of weeks, maybe. So clearly, there was there was like maybe I don't know, I don't know how many. Say there was like twenty M and M's left in there, and you know, I had a couple and left, and then I came back. So well, let's chill. Still plenty there for everybody, and so I had a couple more, and then it went on and on until finally I, I, I ate all of them. You ate all, and when you're saying twenty, I'm assuming it's probably closer to like sixty. No, it wasn't that many. All right, well then it's that probably double then at least, then it would many. be forty. No, I don't. I don't know. I mean, there weren't that many. The problem, the thing, the key is, the point is, they were community for everybody in the office, and I ate them all. That's the point. It's not even how many, it's just all the damn And I talked about that on the show, and I went to this particular side job on Friday and um, saw one of my coworkers there. And she's very nice, and she's like, so, um, yeah, I heard about the M&M's. I, heard, I listened to one of your shows, and I, and I heard about the M&M's. And I was, how did she know which, I, is she listening took, to all of them? No, this is, this is the thing. No, and, and it took me a minute, I'm like, what do you mean the M&M's? She's like, no, the M&M's from the break room. And then it dawned on me, I was like... <gasps> Oh, she's like, yeah, I just randomly happened to pick one of your shows to listen to. And that was the one. And as soon as I started listening, I knew exactly what was what, where you were talking well, because about. Because she went in for a delicious because M&M she probably and somebody went, had like horfed them all down. Probably. That's probably part of it. And, and I was like, oh, oh, 
I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself, and I just ate them all. She's like, no, it was, it was, it was funny. It's just I, I knew where you were talking about, and I knew somebody, you know, had, had done that, and um, so I was totally busted. Luckily, you know, I don't think she told anybody. Oh, she told everybody. What are you tricking? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think she did. I think she's she's good at keeping a secret. I think she'll not tell everybody. I don't know. Maybe she no. Oh, she probably already has. She's like, hey guys, remember the community M and M's that we had that everyone was supposed to share? Uh, Greg decided to just take them for himself and eat them all. I don't think and she take told. All the delicious... No, I don't think she. Let told. me tell you, as a place like where I work for my cater waiter job, which I'm going to today, like when there's a collective amount of food mm-hmm. to share, mm-hmm. if if one of my coworkers just went back there, you know, because when we get snacks, it's few and far between, so everyone splits it. If uh, there was a like a bag of something, and one of my coworkers just pigged out and ate all of it, you wouldn't know who did it. I would be not stoked on that person. Yeah, I would but, be not happy because you know what? That's someone that's just looking out for themselves. That's not somebody who's like everybody's. Maybe it's somebody a, who has a problem who really likes peanut M and M's, and they were just like, sitting there. Everybody's a little hungry at this maybe, point. Everyone's been working the same job. Everyone needs. Maybe a somebody waited like two hours and nobody decided to go in there and and get any, and so they were just like, "Well, you know what? <clears throat> Still there? Maybe they just don't want any." So then I, uh, I went and finished. So you ruin it for everybody. I realize it was not the right thing to do. I'm not proud of this moment. What if it gets back to management? I don't know what they could say. They're going to have to talk with me? Like, so Greg. Well, didn't you um... say they were like hidden in a drawer? <laughs> you talked about this on the show. That's the only Well, it's I in know. a community drawer. What's that... a community drawer? It's a drawer, like our drawer where we have like office supplies and stuff like that. And sometimes there's like gum in there you can grab. And this just one day there happened to be M&Ms in there. And I... Are you sure you're allowed to grab the gum? Yes. Are you sure it's a community drawer? Well, it's because... in the community drawer. I mean, I assume if What's it's a in commu- there. That doesn't even make any sense. Is it it's like a... the drawer where like our paycheck stubs are in, and like, like you were told pens are. And, when like, you started working there, you were told that you're allowed and... to open the drawers to a desk. Well, I'm allowed to open the drawer. It's not to a desk. It's to a um. It's a you know, whatever. It's a bookshelf thing. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I'm not going through somebody's desk. It's a community drawer. That is true. Whether or not I'm allowed to eat all the M&Ms, I've got to guess that's probably frowned upon. That's probably not part of what they like. That totally sounds like this guy I used to work with in radio who every time he would come like snuffling into the break room and like, you know, Rick and I would get a pizza or something. Like, is that community food? And then he'd sit there and like get his little sticky hands all over it. It was oh, so gross. On your, own, on your pizza? Yeah, he'd be like, that. is that community? That was all, he would say like, is that community property? And then just would like start taking the pizza and, oh, like, that's... before I could even stop him. No, I am not that guy. I'm not going to take it out of somebody's hands. I'll take because... it when they're not looking. I would do it when they're not looking, so that way I have plausible. Oh no, deniability. he did it when we weren't looking too. Like, oh, well, that's like lame. I'd set it down, then all of a sudden you'd like see him waddle into the like I'd I'd run like go to get coffee or something, and he'd waddle in. Who there. is this? I'm not going to say his name okay. because I I uh, I am not friends with him on the Facebook. I've had a pending friend request from him for six years, but I haven't answered <laughs> okay. because I just don't want to say no, but I don't want to say yes, so it's just kind of sitting there. Okay, but he has a uh, like people in radio know him, so he's just a very interesting man. Okay. But he was very weird. And he right. just come in, there's this community property. And then, like, come and try and take things. And then you just take your food. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well, no, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy, but I... But you are, and now it's known. You've been pinpointed. Now, anytime, any kind of food... Because she doesn't know about your M&M problem, which means anytime, Well, anything, she does now, because she's listening to the show. Well, 
anytime anything's gone, it's probably going to be like, oh, that was probably Greg. He has a problem. Oh, no. Like if there's a sharing thing. And if then you're listening right gone. now, don't wrap me out. Don't wrap me out. How much time uh, passed? Like, was this like the first interaction you had with her that day? Or did you like already have previous conversations and she pull you aside? Like, no, hey, it was <laughs> at this job. I was stationed outside um, at an event and I was a security at an event, but not like a security guard, like, oh, I'm carrying out taser, like, can I see your ID? It's security guard, like, oh, you can't bring a drink outside, and the bathrooms are that way. It's like that kind of security guard. Mm. So it gets very, it's very monotonous. Like, you stand there for a long period of time, like hours. And so it gets a little boring. And so I walk around, and, you know, you have to come up with things in your head once the audience bores you enough. Like, you got to come up with something to pass the time. Like, nothing's going wrong. There's there's nothing happening, which is good, but also very boring. Mm-hmm. So so on, on this night, I decided, I was like, hmm, now I wonder I should, I was, like, my mind just starts wandering. I'm like, hmm, I should try to figure out a new karaoke song. That's what I'll do right now. I'm going to think of a new karaoke this song. This is what you stand and think about? No, that's where my mind went. And so I... <laughs> oh my god there's some gross shirts being posted in funemploymentradio.com slash live I'll leave that there that's that's for live oh, subscribers oh god um, no um, uh, no um, so I'm gonna leave I'm not even gonna read what that one is I'm not even gonna Don't. read that definitely go register funemploymentradio.com slash beers and bags register now because maybe that'll be because I'm gonna take down I'm gonna untag myself and take down every picture of me in a t-shirt like from Sunday so people have to see it in person or else they're not gonna see it at all alright fair enough Fair enough. Um, so, so anyway, I was I was standing there, and you know, I, I've got like I can walk back and forth, and I started going through the lyrics in my head, like trying to come up with a new karaoke song, and I didn't realize it, but I was apparently mouthing the lyrics. What? What's wrong with you? Well, I was just by myself, so I guess I was like saying like. Nah, nah, and I, I, I didn't. What were you? Si- what I don't even know what you were singing. Well, it doesn't even matter because I wasn't singing it out loud. I was like barely whispering. But to anybody who wasn't right next to me, it looked like I was walking back and forth, just like mouthing things, like talking to Isn't myself. Is that exactly what you were doing? Well, I wasn't talking to myself. I was singing. You were singing to. So you're walking back and forth, singing to yourself. That's yes. less. That's less crazy. Well, that's what. That's how the whole thing started. With she said, "Are you like rehearsing something? I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, no, you were over there. It looked like you were rehearsing something. Oh God! I'm like, no, um, no, I was just singing, practicing a karaoke song. What is wrong with you? Well, what are you gonna do? You know, I was, I was. Oh, God, so you're like the weird guy who's singing to himself while he's supposed to be working, and then when you're not well, I was singing working. to yourself, you're stealing my, there the was, community M&Ms? My job was being done. That part wasn't the problem, but I was the weird guy singing to myself. That that part is true. Like, at no point was I not doing my job. That was that was my job, was to just stand there. And figure out karaoke songs? And that part, you know, I just added in. I didn't, mm. It didn't take away from the job, so I figured, uh, why not just do that and look if like a If you're going to act crazy, crazy you person. have to make sure that nobody's witnessing you acting crazy. Well, I realize that now. And I realized it once I found out. I'm like, oh. Oh, that's how that looked. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Yeah, it definitely did look like that. How would you think you practicing a karaoke song in front of people would look? Stand in one spot for three and a half hours and see what happens to your mind. I'm telling you, you don't, you stop thinking. Things start getting real. Mm. I would, I would go, if I were ever put in like isolation or solitary confinement, I would be crazy. I would be certifiably insane by lunchtime. Like say somebody put, put me in there at like seven in the morning in solitary confinement, tell me I'm going to be there for like, be like, you're going to be here for two weeks. I will, I will put my mind into some kind of crazy zone to make it work for me. Some kind of compatibility crazy zone. I would do that by lunch. Well, yeah, I mean, and there'd be no coming back probably. No, no you're back. so close to the edge anyway. Like, I yeah. mean, when I talk to you on the phone, like you'll start talking, like he'll have normal phone voice. And then all of a sudden he'll be like, I'm, I'm, gonna do that. I'm like, what? And he's like, Oh, never mind. I'm just talking to myself. I'm like, you're on the phone. Oh, I always talk to myself. Why are you talking to yourself while you're talking to me on the phone? Oh, I, I talk it's to myself unnerving. quite a bit. I talk to my I talk to myself all the time at home, out in public, in my truck. I talk to myself a lot. I explain things and sing and do all kinds of things. I just need to stop. I just, I just need to stop doing it at work. That's where the problem is. Yeah, I mean, I thought you mastered that. I mastered that long ago. I'm I'm batshit, but I've learned how to pretend to be normal. Well. Like, that's one of the things that you're supposed to be able, you know, at this point, be able to control. Well. Got to rein in the crazy, Greg. You yep. gave it a little too much leash. Well. What are you going to do? Not sing in front of people and steal their M&Ms? Yeah, I probably won't be there much longer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shocked. Oh, hello, my friends. Oh, my name is Sarah Stillen. How are you? Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Of course, this has been a year where a lot of uh, a lot of people have the died so far this year. At least celebrities and musicians. One of which yes. being, of course, David Bowie. And now, since he has passed away, people are looking to make money off of this, including but not limited to a woman who is auctioning off a piece of David Bowie's hair. It's now being speculated that it could beat out the price that somebody paid for a copy of uh, one of Elvis Presley's personal signed records at auction, which had collected $115,000. They're thinking that a lock of David Bowie's hair... How do they know it's actually his hair? I can tell you exactly that. So uh, this is done by Heritage Auctions. They're offering a two-inch lock of David Bowie's hair tied in a blue ribbon. Accompanied with a signed letter from David Bowie. So um, a lucky bidder will become the owner of a piece of David Bowie's hair. So the current bidding is at $2,000, but it's supposed to be, uh, but it's expected to go at least up to $100,000, if not more than what people paid for. What are you going to do with that, though? I don't know, smell it. Well, the auction ends on June 25th. Now, the lock of hair, now this is how it's authentic. The lock of hair comes from a woman by the name of Wendy Farrier, who's an employee of Madame Tussauds in London, who collected David Bowie's hair in 1983 in order to create a color-matched wig for his wax his wax figure in the museum. After she completed, That's creepy. That's how they do that? I guess so. After completing the wig, Farrier kept the lock of hair as a souvenir until now. Heritage Auctions is offering the two-inch lock of hair tied in a blue ribbon. Uh, with a signed letter describing her acquisition of the hair as well as other uh, related documents and photographs. Again, though, that's just her word. 
Well, she's documented from for working at Madame Tussauds. Yeah. Plus, it's documented from being from David Bowie. Yeah. Well, either way, it's not a hundred grand. Hundred grand for a lock of hair. If somebody's paying a hundred grand for a lock of hair, that's somebody who has no respect for like their money is their plaything. Like a hundred thousand dollars is probably like you know five no, bucks. To you them. were right when you started that. That's someone who has no respect for money. Yeah, that's exactly it. For what working is, if you have a hundred grand to spend on a lock of hair. And you're just like, oh, did you see this? This is my lock of hair from David Bowie that was compared to his wax figure from... A hundred grand. Yes, a hundred grand. So that's the thing. So if you'd like to bid on that, that is up for auction until June 25th. All right. I will not be. Just a spoiler alert. Okay. I I thought you might be going for it, but... Spoiler. Alas, you are not. All right. Another story out of the UK... This sounds like it would be kind of fun. So, um, a Guinness Book of World Record, record, records, record, has been broken. And it involves the world's largest shaving cream pie fight. Oh. Shaving, like pie crust full of Why shaving Why would you cream. use shaving cream when you can just use whipped cream? And then oh. It's delicious and then you don't have to taste shaving cream. Well, more than a thousand people participated in the world's largest shaving cream pie. Plus, uh, shaving, shaving cream, cream pie fight. Shaving cream is probably more expensive. Yeah, so, oh, it's 1,186 people. No, shaving cream might be cheaper. You can get, like, cheap shaving cream. Let's take a look here. Okay. It shows that 1,186 attendees at another fine fest. This happened in Olverston, England. Uh, So, okay, they aren't even pies. I guess they were paper plates covered in shaving cream, which I guess is what you call a shaving cream pie. I didn't know actually, I didn't know people still did that. But. Yeah. Oh, you're right. My bad. Maybe it is... Uh, During a record-setting event. Much cheaper. Now, the group uh, threw nearly 3,000 pies measuring about 6.4 inches for one minute. Um, so the evidence of the record will be verified by the Guinness World Record, but the number of attendees um, exceeds the previous record of 869 which was the previous shaving cream pie fight, which happened in Belfast in 2015. I don't know what to say about it. I mean, I've never engaged in one. It's not really... uh... It sounds like it would be kind of fun, actually. Yeah, but shaving cream tastes gross. You're getting that all in your mouth. I think you can close your mouth. Yeah, but you're going to taste some. Okay. I I think it would be fun to, like... Some will get in there. Next up, out of Newfoundland, St. John. There's a St. John's, Newfoundland. What is that? Do you have a mouse or something? It's really loud and clicky over there. It's like clickier than usual. Oh, yeah. Okay. An upset new. Is it Newfoundlander? Newfoundlander. Newfoundlander. Newfoundland. An upset Newfoundlander is in Gata. Talking to after deciding to call 911 to report that her pizza did not have enough cheese to her satisfaction. Yes, uh, so this happened last Friday after someone uh, called in from the St. John's area. The police said the individual had an issue with the company she bought the pizza from, and there wasn't enough cheese. She approached the company and didn't like the response that they had given, so she decided to take matters into her own hands. And call 911. Well, ain't enough cheese on this here pizza. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, the police said, I'm not sure. By calling us, the, actually, the constable, not the police, the constable, said, I'm not sure if by calling us, they, uh, she assumed there was some sort of action we could take or what the situation was. But we advised her that they just need to speak with the manager and not to the police. Is Newfoundland Canada's Florida? 
Or what is Canada's Florida? We've got a lot of Canadian listeners. Maybe I'm curious about that. What do you consider your, like, what the hell is going on over there section of the country? Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, well, or what do you think Oregon's would be? What do you mean? Or I guess I was thinking Florida, but I'm thinking, like, what's, like, the worst part? Because, like, when you think Florida, you think, like, Port St. Louis. No, I'm talking about Canada as a country. Like, what's... What's their worst What's their Florida? Okay. Like, England is becoming the Florida of Europe. It's true. I don't know. We'll have to wait to find out. What's the Florida of Canada? All right. Well, a lot of people in BC have been calling 911 for (laughs) non-emergency calls. Somebody just said the U.S. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Touche. Uh, so they're the top. Uh, so Canada actually just issued a top ten reasons not to call the emergency line based on actual calls that they received in 2015. Amongst these are as follows: uh, requesting the number for a local tire deal sh- uh, dealership, <laughs> reporting an issue with a vending machine, asking for the non-emergency line, which I could see that that. Makes a little more sense, but complaining. Were they called nine one one to ask for the non-emergency for the line. Non-emergency uh, line. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, complaining a car is parked too close to their car. <laughs> Reporting that their child wouldn't put a seatbelt on. Telling wait, police- wait, they call police on their own child because yes. their chi- own child wouldn't put the seatbelt on. Okay. Uh, so these are the top ten. Uh, telling police about a coffee shop that refused to give them a refill. Asking if it's okay <laughs> to park on a particular street. Reporting that someone had used a, to- uh, a roommate's toothbrush. Uh, oh, yeah. Someone uh, trying to get a basketball out of a tree. And the final one complaining that a building that they live in, a noisy air conditioning system is keeping them awake. These are the top ten concerns in Canada as to why people call 911 when it's not actually an emergency. This is the, the scourge of their system. And now to America we go. Goldsboro, North Carolina. To be specific, a Goldsboro man has been arrested for a very American thing. Yep, he was arrested over the weekend after allegedly stealing a large amount of frozen country sausage. Yeehaw! Country sausage is delicious. Stealing meat. Uh, Police say... Did you see my delicious lunch that I made for myself today? I see something wrapped in foil. What is... Look what I made. I made myself a big pig in a blanket. That's not a pig in a blanket. That's. Did you just take a full-size hot dog and wrap a croissant around it? Yes. <laughs> Is that the baked croissant stuff that's supposed to be for like little croissants? Yeah, and you the just Pillsbury took the whole. Doughboy? Yeah, and you took a whole roll of Pillsbury no, Doughboy. No, I didn't and, take a whole roll. I took two of them. And you wrapped it around a hot dog. I wrapped dog. it around the hot dog and then, <laughs> and then baked that is it. not a pig in a blanket. A pig in a blanket is tiny. That is like a. It's a big pig in a blanket. I don't even know what you would call that. It's uh, delicious, is what it is. I already had one earlier. And then I went for a run just so I <laughs> can... To make yourself feel better about yes. eating this gigantic hot dog covered in croissant? It's very delicious. That's not a pig... That's like a king-sized it's pig a in Hebrew a blanket. It's a National covered in uh, two Pillsbury... That is no longer a pig in a blanket. I don't know what you would call it. I'm very excited about it, so... Oh, quick update. How's the Wheel of Cheese doing? Um, it's done. <laughs> All right, well, that <laughs> solves that. I brought it to my friend's house and it was demolished. Not actually by me. I, I had about I, I had a I had my fair share. I definitely cheesed myself out. I think I'm done with Bree for a while. Okay. Alright, so police say that a man by the name of Rayner, his last name uh Roger Rayner. Roger. Roger, Roger Rayner. Rayner. 
stole the frozen country sausage from, uh, let's see, from a business. And according to police, officers attempted to make contact with a man seen riding a bike and carrying a large bag in the vicinity of the store that had reported that it had frozen, uh, stolen frozen sausage. That man, Roger Rayner, 55 years young, was arrested, and officers did find that he, in fact, was in possession of a large amount of frozen Nieces Country sausage. Now, Rayner has been charged with four counts of felony breaking and entering. Uh, So I guess he broke not only into the business, but into some of the vehicles out front as well. Also, uh, breaking and entering a motor vehicle, one count of misdemeanor resist, delay, and one counter of misdemeanor larceny, and one count of misdemeanor first degree trespassing. He's being held on a $10,000 bond. Yikes. That's a, that seems like a lot for meat. You know, he had a lot of charges there. I mean, yeah, that is a lot of charges, but... Mm. All right. All right, and I do finally have one story. Greg, it is now being predicted that the Hunger Games are actually going to come true at some point. Not just the Hunger Games in general, but humans, humans hunting humans for sport. Oh, that already happens. I've seen... Greg, we're getting closer than ever. Haven't you ever seen Surviving the Game by Ice-T? What? Surviving the Game. Surviving? I think that's what it's called. Uh, Let me double check. Yeah, uh, Ice-T. Where Ice-T gets hunted... Is that a, a movie? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, I think it's Surviving the Dangerous Game. No, yeah, Surviving the Game. Yeah, Ice-T plays this, like, I think he's homeless, and they take him up the street and tell him that they're going to give him this great job up in the woods working for a resort, and then he gets there, and then Gary Busey hunts him. Spoilers. Yeah, they're like, ah, we're going to give you a 20-minute lead, and then I'm going to hunt you. And Gary Busey hunts him. Okay. Anyway, that was disturbing. Yeah, no. Hunting humans is next, uh, is, is according to predictions, is set to become big business for the super rich. <laughs> like actually making it real? Within the next hundred years, hunting humans will become big business for the super wealthy, according to experts. Yes, it is even being predicted that this will be an attraction for stag parties, team building exercises, and sightseers. Um, and by uh, 2200... Uh, I don't know. How would you say that? 2,200? 2,200. I think that's good. And by 2,200, it is speculated it could even be a televised public event. Wait, where people, where they actually hunt people and they die? Like in The Running Man. I guess it's- Yeah, uh, The Running Man. Yeah. Yeah, Arnold Mm -hmm. Schwarzenegger's movie, The Running Man, or most recently, The Hunger Games. Now, uh, let's see. So this nightmare prediction comes from a, a man by the name of Daniel Wright, who's a senior lecturer in tourism and science at the University of Central- Lancashire. Uh, So he outlined a world ravaged by economic and ecological disasters, leading to overpopulation and a huge gap between the rich and the poor. So it's also, uh, after studying, it's also a reflection on the craze of dark tourism that currently makes billions of dollars every year. Now, dark tourism is classified as, you know, going to see historic battlefields where, like, thousands upon thousands of people have died, seeing Ground Zero, concentration camps. Yeah, but that's different than, that's learning about actual history. I think... Even museums dedicated to murderers such as Jack the Ripper. Well, I and see, and that I see is different than, like, going to, like, a battlefield... But I could see reality TV going that way. I mean, because people are so quick to cast judgment on I don't know I can just see how people some people not 
all people, but some people are trying to look at other people as less human. Yeah, well... Hunting guide, Mason. Here's a toast to the hunters and a prayer for the hunted. <laughs> <laughs> the hunt begins now. Yeah, let's again. Just let me get the door for you. Go, go, go. We're not really going to hunt him, are we? He's nothing. He's less than nothing. You're mine, Mason! Don't take any part in this. I want you! Thank you. Thank you. If you make it to civilization, you live. Thank If you don't, maybe God will have mercy. Okay. All right. It's a great movie. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's speculated now that hunting humans as an underground sport could happen as early as uh, 2100, but will become an authentic sport by 2200. So, uh, in his research, Daniel Wright said, death as a spectacle is not a new phenomenon in social spaces. In fact, uh, our past shows human fascination for death through various forms to be more of a social activity, such as uh, the Roman gladiators and public executions are well-documented examples through history. Yeah, all right. I guess, I mean, in a way, I want to say no, but yeah, I can see it making a comeback. After we're overpopulated and ecologically devastated, um, it means there's not going to be enough food or land to to support all the people. On the planet. So it's going to be like a purge. And the rich, yeah, and the rich tourists uh, are going to be able to pay money to hunt the poor to keep the numbers down and also to have it as a sport. Ugh. Yeah, so outlining the future vision, he added, during these activities, the oppressive mega rich can carry out vacations just to purposely go, just for the sheer purpose of slaughtering other humans. God. With the aim at reducing population size. Ugh. Which is kind of terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, so it says uh, the locations in which hunting humans activities could take place would be seen as modern-day tourism entertainment parks like Disneyland. What, you go there and like, oh, like a hunt a person, please. Or you can like watch people hunt people. Ew. Uh, that That's... You, it is also speculated that, that humans will gradually become more accustomed to death as a form of spectacle influenced by current entertainment, movies, and the media. Or we start to become desensitized to actually watching death as entertainment. But we'll all be long gone by then. So there you have it. It's yeah, really that's crazy. true. I stand with Ice T. You've never seen that game? No. Surviving the game? Yeah. No, I've never. Even I've seen it. it a few times. I think back in the day. Yeah, I don't know. I, okay. guess I thought it was common knowledge. Running Man was based off a Stephen King book. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I recognize that one. Mm-hmm. I think they're remaking that, actually, I believe, which like they're remaking everything. All right. Um, I've got some ball talk. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Today's ball talk is all about not LeBron James. I'm not going to talk about him. There's plenty of stuff out there about LeBron. Thank God. You can look it up. He's talking some shit. We'll leave it at that. All right. Um, it's just a, it's a small balls potpourri, but we're going kind of international today. Change it up a little bit. Switch it up. We'll go to this. The Euro Cup is still going on, and the Russians and English continue to beat each other uh, physically in the streets, not the actual teams. They're not even playing each other right now. The fans of each team have been involved in many fights. And uh, both sides are getting a lot of uh, flack from pretty much everybody saying, I mean, I'm I'm sure they're not the only ones, but they are definitely the loudest ones from Mm. everything that I've read. 
Uh, the Russians are, yeah, Russians and English are just beating the shit out of each other. Uh, bloody, like bloody beatings. Yeah. So they, they've got their own hooligans. But the exact opposite of that, by all reports that I've seen, are the Irish fans. So the fans of Ireland um, are getting a lot of press, not for being, not for being drunken assholes, for being drunk and having a ton of fun. Hmm. For being fun drunks. So the Irish? Yeah, the Irish. Yeah, they're all they're, they're they're drinking as much as everybody else. I mean, that's kind of what you do with these soccer things. But there are so many videos that have come out. There is even a montage now that's been put out of the Irish soccer fans. Their teams their teams doing eh, all right, but they they don't seem to care one way or another. They just care <laughs> about having a good time. And there's all these videos of them jumping up in the streets and like singing to people. There's a video of them uh, singing a lullaby to a baby on a train. Where they're like all quiet, all, just this whole group of drunk dudes in green, like singing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star to this baby, um, singing to nuns, singing to the French police, and uh, they're all jumping up and down saying, stand up for the French police, and then this French police officer gets on the microphone and actually says, go home for the French police, go home for, trying to get them to go home because it's clear the streets. It's, it's pretty neat. And then on top of that, there's a big video that is going on right now where they serenaded a French woman who is leaving one of the matches. And it's this whole group. It's Irish men and women, but they're all clearly drinking in their, jumping, you know, in their all their green shirts. And this video has gone viral. The woman has posted about it saying how it was, it was hilarious and awesome. Mm-hmm. But they're all uh, singing. There's even this video of it. Oops. Oh, okay, I just got what that was. Yeah. They're drunk. So this woman, she's filming them doing this and then oh, gives one awesome. of them a kiss. It's pretty great. I hope that it was from 10 Things I Hate About You. I hope that was the inspiration. I don't know if that was the inspiration, but uh, nonetheless. Anyway, they're doing a, they, they seem like they're a, a fun group to hang out with. So I want to go drink with the Irish soccer fans. They look like they're a good time. Anyway, moving on to Baltac. <laughs> now, do you know, is it like Northern Ireland? No, it's I- Ireland. I mean, I don't know. The Northern Ireland fans might be good too, but yeah. this is Ireland. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Northern Ireland is in the tournament as well, but that's that's not who they were talking about in this one. I guess they're, they're also saying that the Welsh fans and the Swedish fans are all pretty having a good time too. Cool. And there's even a video of these Irish dudes and Swedish dudes dancing around together. It's pretty great. Mm-hmm. So, moving on to ball talk. Uh, converse to that. We'll get back to some soccer here in a minute. There is this. Just more news about the Olympics. Oh, God. Is it more bad news? Well, there's this. You know, the uh, just about some more bannings. Right now, I'm not even going to go into all of it, but Rio is in a virtual collapse. They're in a state of emergency where they're worried that they may not even have services for their own people, let alone anybody that's coming in. Like, they're, on a, they're in a severe financial dire straits right now. So who knows what's going to happen? I mean, it's not inconceivable that these Olympics don't even happen. That's not an inconceivable I absolutely think they should not happen. For a number of reasons, let alone just the Zika virus, the lack of money that they now have, the incomplete buildings, the dire poverty that people are, uh, people in Rio have. I mean, there's just Mm. all kinds of different things. And, uh, but besides that part, Somebody who probably won't be participating at all 
They've already been banned from the track and field competition. And that is Russia. Russia has been officially banned from competing in these Olympics in the track and field uh, sector because of doping. This is just like rampant oh, among seriously? their athletes. Yep. And now it's being speculated they may be banned altogether because of the same concern. Because well, I mean, more do you and more think- doping... Uh, Results are coming back. So what do you think? Do you think that it's actually going to not happen? Do you think the Olympics? Well, the Russians, I guess it's two different things. The Russians, yeah, it sounds like they're not going to be able to participate, that they're going to be kicked out. I mean, like, maybe that's going to be a moot point. I mean, it's a very gonna... good chance. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, I, I mean, that's not that wouldn't necessarily stop the Olympics, of mm. course, just because Russia's oh, yeah. not there. It'd be big. That would be big. Uh, I don't know. I think a lot of athletes are going to start, if unless things really straighten up, they're going to be concerned about their safety. Well, and that's the number you know, one thing. Like, you don't want to go someplace and not be protected. Yeah, and if they can't even, I don't know. I, I just don't know. I mean, I think right now, I mean, my genuinely, I feel like it is. It's starting. The the further this goes, the more up in the air it is whether yeah, or not it's, it's actually going to happen, yeah. or, or who does. I mean, somebody will still go down if they still do carry on with the Olympics. Obviously, some athletes will go because they train their whole lives to do this and only comes once every four years. But there's some that are just going to say, you know what? Fuck it. It's not worth it. Not worth the risk. So it's definitely not going to be like a normal Olympics. I can tell you that. That part for sure. Yeah. I know it will not not be that. So I don't know. We'll, we'll, We'll see what happens. See what happens with it. And there's absolutely no possibility for relocation, right? It's too late. Yeah. Too late to do that. I, I don't see how they would have any way of doing it. Because they need too many facilities. Like, I mean, it's massive. Millions and millions of people. Just even the athletes' village. So I think it's too late for that. It's either to cancel it or... Yeah, or they're just going to go on. Yeah. All right, finally in Ball Talk, we've got this. And it has to do with the United States of America. In international competition, the U.S. soccer team. And they are competing in the Copa America, which is... The North and South America's version of the Euro Cup, where it's all the countries from Northern South America and the respective different conferences compete, and then the finalists get to go on to this competition. And the U.S. has made it all the way to the semifinals, which are today. So the semifinals, you know, the winner of these two matches today mm-hmm. will end up going on to the championship. or the And then the losers will go to the third place match. So it's Colombia versus Chile. That's in one side. And on our side, the U.S. is taking on Argentina today at 6 p.m. Now, Argentina is a world powerhouse in soccer. Yeah. The U.S. is not. (laughs) And Argentina has arguably the best player in the world, which is Lionel Messi. So Messi plays for Argentina. There's also Cristiano Cristiano Ronaldo is on uh, Portugal. They're like the one-two. Okay, I recognize Chris. Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo yeah. yeah, Messi Messi and Ronaldo are always the best players. So Messi plays for Argentina. So it is going to be kind of neat to see Messi play, you know, against the U.S. Probably the U.S. is going to get annihilated. Um, you know, we're not, we're, not, we're not at that level, but you never know. That's mm-hmm. why it's kind of great because the U.S. is the underdog in this, like, by far. Yeah. So if they lose, yeah, all right. That's then. That's what's supposed to happen. Then they'll play in the third place match. They still had a good year. If they win, holy shit, that will that would be a devastating loss for Argentina if oh, the U.S. Yeah. were to win. I mean, because we're just a joke, right? Well, not I mean, a not joke. a joke. Not to we're, say that our players aren't good, but I mean, like the United States as a whole, like we're not. Well, we're not a soccer yeah. country. I mean, the fact that they even made it this far is pretty amazing. So, 
I think, you know, they, that's why it's kind of fun with this. It's it's something that we're definitely underdogs in. It's like a lot different than watching like international basketball where the U.S. team is clearly going to be, even though other teams are getting better, the U.S. with our with our basketball players, we're going to be the best. Like yeah. that's just always going to be the case. This, not not at all. So it's, it's pretty fun to watch. Um, but with that, I do have this just to prove that other countries also have terrible songs for their star athletes. This is a Lionel Messi song. This is a fan song. What country is this from? This is, I'm not sure. It sounds like a song from a different country. Uh huh. Wow, that's just, that's awful. That's it's really bad. That's really, really bad. So, writing bad fan songs is not a US exclusive thing. Good to know. Okay. And he just repeats, repeats Messi over and over. That was a song about Lionel Messi. That's actually the name of the song. It's by Mr. Levo, 1988. All right, so there we go. That was it. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. U.S. versus Argentina. Oh, that's Two, tonight? Tonight. Oh, I kind of wish I could see that. Like when tonight. something's on the line like that, that's when I actually find yeah. soccer less boring. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. You know, like I said, they're supposed to lose. So if they don't, then great. Mm-hmm. If they do, well, that's what they were supposed to do. And they'll play <laughs> another they place did match. what they were supposed Third to. Third place match is on Saturday. If they win, then we can actually watch that match at the same time that the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornell Tournament is going on on Sunday. Oh, awesome. Because the match would be at 5 or 6 p.m. on Sunday. Cool. But the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornell Tournament will be happening before that, and we want you to go. Go to funemploymentradio.com slash beers and bags and register. And like I was saying at the beginning, um, seriously, if you if you don't have a partner that can come down and play with you, like if you want to come down by yourself and you need somebody else to play with, we've got a, several different people who have the same issue. And uh, we we can pair you up. So mm. we would love to do that. And actually, that that would be a lot of fun. So go mix ahead and register. And mix and mingle. Uh, register. Shoot us an email. We'll get you set up with a partner. And just come down and play. Because these things are really a lot of fun. They really mean a lot to us mm. uh, as a show. And it's going to be a good come time. Come down and see what humiliating thing I have to wear, which is and, just going to be And magic. you get to see it live in action. Oh, Sarah wearing... I'm just what hoping that you wear. just like because I hope the week gets away from you because I know like you know you get busy toward the end of the week and maybe you just forget about it. Saturday is going to be dedicated to getting your shirt together, which is why I still want the ideas. Funemploymentradio@gmail.com, and you have to come out to see it in person. All right, uh, send us an email. Funemploymentradio@gmail.com. Coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network, eat food already with Jeremy Eli and Robbie Pankow, and followed by Guys and Balls, all here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Welcome, bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.